listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. I'm your host, Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your pet-related business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Now, today on the show, we're continuing a little bit with our recent trend of giving you a two-for-one experience. Today's show features two really well-known marketers in the pet industry. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with Pam Foster and C.S. Wurzberger. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetcoDeals.com. But, but that's not all. Are you talking to me? Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com. To order your Dyson Animal Back today. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, and we are back, and uh, folks, like I said, I'm excited. We, lately, we've been having this trend where we've had two experts on at one time, and I'm excited that we're able to do that again. So Pam and CS, thank you guys so much for being on the call today. Thank you. So before we get into the meat and potatoes, uh, let's tell people who you are. Pam, why don't you start off, give us a quick bio of who you are and what you do. Okay, sure. I have been writing web content for many years, even before anybody knew what that meant. And uh, so in the last 14 years, I've been working in the pet industry and veterinary industry for pet retailers, pet service providers, and manufacturers and all kinds of different companies. And let's see, together, well, I own PetCopywriter.com, which is a copywriting business that helps pet companies improve their online results. And CS and I are co-authors of the book Wildly Profitable Marketing for the Pet Industry. And that's been out for about a year. We just did a 2013 update, so all the content is fresh. And really excited to be talking with you guys today. Awesome. So same question to you, CS. Who are you and what do you do? Well, they also call me the Green Up Girl because I'm very involved in not only working in the pet industry, 
but also with zoos, aquariums. Really, it's all about inspiring people how to care more for our earth and the animals. And in the marketing world, I own wildlyprofitablemarketing.com. And there, I specialize in promoting everything from eco-friendly products, meaning it can be dog-related products that have been recycled, they've been upcycled, or also natural and organic food products. So again, I'm also glad to be here speaking with you folks. Awesome. So thanks for being on. Now, the reason I wanted you two on today is because one thing I know that you talk a lot about and you teach a lot about is it's kind of laser targeting your marketing efforts. And what I mean by that is, you know, being in the industry and talking with a lot of business owners, I know that a lot of people struggle with realizing, okay, there's a million things we could be doing in our marketing, but how do we focus on what's going to give us the biggest bang for our buck? So let's first you know, talk a little bit about copywriting, what you were talking about earlier, Pam, and how it rank- relates to Google ranking. So when I say copywriting, I'm talking about writing copy. I'm not talking about copywriting an idea. So Pam, explain to me a little bit about copywriting and how that leads to me ranking better in Google and, and getting higher than the competition, et cetera. Okay. Well, it does go back to knowing your audience and CS has a wonderful thought about that. I'll add her in a minute. But when you are writing any of the content for your website, your blog, and any of your marketing materials, you have to write for what the audience is looking for. Not so much about how great you are or your business, but really the solutions you offer people and what they seek. And that's kind of an easy rule of thumb when you look at how to get better rankings in search engines, what are people looking for? So, for example, if you're a pet sitter in a certain town, it's very likely that people are searching in Google with the words pet sitter and town. So Mm -hmm. make sure your content has that because that's what people are looking for. And it's so amazing that a lot of local companies don't even think of that. They just think, oh, well, I'll just put my name and my business up there and a website. But if you don't make it local and you don't use the words that your customers would actually use in Google, then, you know, your content's kind of invisible. So that's a big one. Well, then CS, let me kind of uh, branch out a little bit on that same topic there. We're writing specifically to people. So does that mean in our website we can't do a one-size-fits-all type writing or do we have to make it specific to a certain problem? What's your take on that, CS? Well, most business owners want to do the one-size-fits-all. They're just so afraid that they are going to exclude someone and therefore exclude cash flow or a sale. And what I teach over and over again, again, please realize Pam and I have worked with hundreds of folks from all around the world in the pet industry, and we can honestly see the results that our clients have found. The more you narrow down your target market, now you can have, say that you are a dog trainer and you may have one special technique for what you're doing with small dogs, with dachshunds, etc. So you have a page that focuses on how you would train a dachshund. There could be another page then focusing on what you're doing with Labradors, you're doing with a larger dog. So the more you narrow it down, the more target, and like you just said a moment ago, the more laser-focused you can be on each page, on your marketing for each, and for your content, it makes it easier for the search engines to then index you in those specific areas. 
So that brings up a good point. Let me shoot this over to you then, Pam. CS mentioned something about, you know, people are afraid of excluding cash flow, excluding clients. What do you tell to a business owner who says, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to focus my copywriting because then I'm going to lose customer A, B, C, and D. What do you tell to that business owner? Well, this is funny because search engines are always looking. I mean, this is just one example, but search engines are always looking for the most relevant results or websites for any kind of search. So you could be a business, a local business that offers a variety of pet services, for example, or a variety of products in your store, but they should have some sort of central theme. So if you're a pet sitter that also offers nail trimming and in-home house sitting and those types of things, that's cool, but you're still going to be all about your local community and how you help your local community. So that is a laser focus. You're not trying to offer pet sitting to the world. You're trying to offer it in your local community. And it's what I found, and it's funny because people who write web content face the same dilemma, like, like, oh, I'll turn away business if I don't write web content for everyone. But I have found when I started focusing on the pet industry, A, it was easier for people to find me in Google, like you did, Ty, because... I'm not just one of a gazillion copywriters. I focus on the pet industry only, and that is my entire being. And all the services I offer are strictly about pet companies and veterinary practices thriving. So that focus has helped me actually get a lot more business than I ever would have if I was just a generalist. So that's what we're talking about. You can actually strengthen your business by, you know, laser focusing in on a specific need, a specific group. So would you then say, Pam, that in doing that, we almost want to exclude certain people? Not in a not in rude way, but, you know, we'd want to exclude certain types of customers? Well, sure. I mean, I think if you, Ty, you know what would be helpful if you give me an example other than pet sitters of what might be, who might be listening today, just because then I can answer in a broader way that's not, I just don't don't keep repeating pet sitters. (laughs) Sure. You know, we get a lot of dog trainers, we get a lot of pet groomers, we get a lot of veterinary offices. Okay. Okay, so those are all local, which is easier than anything else as far as putting your laser focus in. And let me just explain. So if you have, let's just say, a pet business that serves the local community in, I'm just going to pick something, Eugene, Oregon, where I used to live, you are not going to have to work really hard to have people from Portland, Oregon. That's too far away. So you will be, by default, excluding all kinds of people by only focusing on the Eugene market. But Mm -hmm. I just got a hint for you all. (laughs) Most of your competition is not doing a good job of that laser focus on the local community. So if you do that, you have a really great chance of setting yourself apart, standing out, rising up in Google, all of those things, if you really take a dedicated effort to being the local resource. Well, let me then, uh, let me take that and expand that then and direct this back towards CS. So CS, we've done what you guys are recommending. We're writing content that's laser focused to our geographical area, to the niches that we service, to the specialties that we have, etc. How do we then take those words? Because one thing we know, everyone's got words on their website, but this website happens to sell their services way better than that website. So what's the difference between me having words that sell nothing and me having words that actually turn people into paying customers? Well, it's not only what the words are saying, but Pam also touched on the solution. What are you really offering? Most business owners talk about all of the technical aspects of what they're selling. 
your viewers out there, your potential buyers, they really don't care about all the technical. They're coming in with a problem. They have a dog that is misbehaving and they need to read on your page that you understand that and you are going to help them. So by listing out the different issues and, and many folks also don't even take the time to not only look at what the benefits are, but then where are all of these keywords going? And that's another whole technical piece, which is kind of challenging to get into right now without real screenshots for people to see. But your keywords need to be going into the page title of your website, the page header of your website, also, of course, in the body content. Where we see the greatest errors when we do a marketing appraisal with folks is they are trying to, again, market to everyone and stuff their pages full of so many different keywords and topics. Each page needs to focus on its own theme, whether it's a dog breed, whether it's, you know, dog training. Again, you're better off having more pages on your website that are laser focused than a generic service page, which tries to cover 20 different things that you're offering. It can be overwhelming to take this all in. And that's why we actually wrote the book, because we want to help people go step by step through what we're actually talking about here, because it will all come to the light bulbs will go on. Yay, I get it now. But in a nutshell, what CS mentioned about the content being solution focused. Let's say you are a dog trainer and you offer behavior training, bark training, come all the different commands, even agility training and all those things. You want to write content that solves the problem. So you're saying we can help you solve your dog barking problem. Not we use the globita globita technique to it's not about what you do it's about the solution you offer and hopefully that makes sense well let me see because if i can uh make sure that i'm understanding it correctly because with my consulting clients one thing i often talk about is features versus benefits and mm-hmm. so you know in the case of uh, of dog training you know some dog trainers like to list their features you know your dog will sit lie down come stay etc whereas a more benefit driven content or benefit driven copywriting on that page would say due to the fact that your dog is going to lie down and stay guess what that solves your doorbell problem because now when somebody rings your doorbell the dog's not going to jump on them they're going to lie down and stay and so features versus benefits is that kind of the same thing that you guys are talking about that's exactly what we're talking about because that's what the end consumer that's what they're looking for. The dog won't stop barking every time someone comes to the door. So they may go in looking for that trainer that's going to help teach the dog to obey and stop barking. To me, the ultimate thing is that you're going to make people's lives easier. You Mm -hmm. are not just a dog trainer. You're going to make life happier with your canine companion and you're going to it's going to be a joy to have this companion and you don't have to worry anymore and stress about him jumping up on people barking like crazy any of those things those are just the things that to fix but the ultimate desire is a happy life with your pet that you love so that's so essentially (laughs) essentially you're trying to create a picture inside their mind of Mm -hmm. what their life could be like if they had your product your service your 
your solution, et cetera, correct? Right. For example, if you do dog walking every day, the ultimate solution you offer is that the person who has to go off to work at 8 o'clock in the morning never has to worry about the dog peeing in the house or getting agitated or ripping up things because they're bored. You know someone's going to come twice a day and take your dog for a happy walk. And when you come home, it's going to be a happy moment for everybody, not a stressful moment. And that is, that's relieving fear. It's like, oh, how nice. I can count on that. That's really the ultimate picture you want to paint in your content. You know, and that's brilliant right there. And I really hope that people are taking notes at this point because that's the point. When I look at people's websites, maybe it's that dog walker that you're mentioning. When I look at their website, they're focused on, okay, we've got this walk for a half hour and it's uh, $15 or whatever. (laughs) They've just focused on that feature and they're not focusing on how much, you know, the burden that's coming off of that person's shoulders as they're typing at work and they know that their dog is taken care of. They're focusing on the entire wrong thing. So I'm really glad you guys brought that up. Thank you. Thank Um, you for bringing it up. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. So what I want to do, I want to go to a quick break right now. But when we come back, I want to figure out how do we get this out there? What's the best platform that we can get out there? So stay with us, folks. We're going to be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Okay, and we're back, and in our last segment, we were talking about copywriting, about painting the right picture, about about explaining to your prospect just exactly the solution you're going to offer to them. And so let's talk platforms. How are we going to do that? Should we do this in a blog? Should this be pages, CS? What can you tell us? Is this going to be done in a blog or static pages? What's the best way to get this done? First, you've got to start with who are your target customers and where are they? What technology are they using or consuming? So if, again, we've been using the dog walker as an example. If the dog walker, if all of his prospects or her prospects are also on Facebook, then Facebook is the natural place to be. If the business is a veterinarian and their folks are, their prospects are looking for information, someone to help locally with answering questions, then they're going to want to have a blog and be the authority and expert that's sharing all that information. So what's really challenging is so many business owners and marketers, as soon as a new piece of technology or a new platform comes along in the marketing world, they want to jump on it. Like when Twitter came out or Pinterest comes out, too many folks are jumping from each marketing tool and each marketing tactic. And what I highly recommend is you start with three. And Mm -hmm. those three, there isn't any one tried and true except for your website. Your website is the hub. Everything you do in the marketing world, whether it's offline, online, or social media, you're always driving people back to your website. So that's piece number one. Absolutely crucial to have a user-friendly website. Okay. Then from there, you determine, okay, who are your customers and what platform are they on and what do you need to research after that? And so going along those lines, let me shift this over to Pam. Let's say we've determined, okay, we're going to use the platform of Facebook, Twitter, and our blog slash website. What are we posting on here? Are we talking about our life and the fun activity with our kids? Are we talking about just you know content of here's how you train your dog? Are we talking about ads? I mean, what's supposed to be going on these platforms? Well, ideally, people go on Facebook and Twitter to be social. That's why they're called social networks. They're not there to be sold to. They really want to just talk with friends, find fun things to share, maybe find a tip or two that's helpful to them. But the main thing on social media is relationships. So the best content really is local in nature, fun, you might post funny pictures of some of your dog walking clients, for example, like, you know, your funny schnauzer who, who did something goofy today or ask a question. Questions are great. You know, what is your favorite fire hydrant to pee on? I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. make it fun, make it engaging. Some people, vet practices have a lot of luck when they put, um, when they share really funny photos and start a conversation about them, or they ask a question, or they have a Halloween contest in their practice and they show the dogs that came in in costume. It's really about fun. They do get less, the fewer likes and comments when they share helpful information, but not always. Sometimes if there's a um, an urgent alert, for example, uh, a hurricane coming or something like that, obviously, that's great to post information about that because then they're seen as a local authority that's helping pet owners. So just make sure you don't push too much on them um, in a sales way. It's okay every now and then, but Mm-hmm. Even then, make it fun and delightfully unique. Like, um, we're working our tail off to raise money for this charity. Can you help us? That's the kind of thing that's great. Okay. 
Excellent. Now, I want to shift actually gears just for a quick second here. And as we kind of finish out the show today, I want to shift gears and talk about something I, I know that you guys are also experts in, and that's in efficiency. That's in, in planning, because this is one thing that people, business owners that I speak with really, really are struggling with. You know, how to find the time in the day. They're trying to walk the dog, train the dog, bathe the dog, whatever they're doing, and do their marketing. And so I know that one thing that you guys teach is how to get your marketing done in a half hour per day or less. So CS, can you start, can you give us some tips? Can you give us some, some inroads on how we can actually accomplish that? Absolutely. In fact, this is my favorite part of the marketing world because it reduces all of that overwhelm. So many business owners try to do all of their marketing. They get overwhelmed and they end up doing practically nothing at all. What I recommend is one set aside 30 minutes a day. Put it on your calendar, just like you're scheduling a client if you're a veterinarian, just like if you're scheduling a dog to be walked, etc. So that 30 minutes a day is booked. That is your time to focus on your marketing. Then the next piece is chunk everything into individual campaigns. For example, I have one gentleman who produces these really cool dog brushes with these, you know, rollers on them for older dogs with arthritis and the such. So he's got one campaign. He's focusing on selling 650 dog brushes each of the next three months. Mm -hmm. So we've got a whole chart here where we then laid out what are his action steps. In his case, he's out on the West Coast. So instead of trying to build this big overwhelming campaign, an expensive campaign, he is focusing right now on reaching out to the dog clubs in Washington, Oregon, and California. That's all he needs to focus on right now. He's collecting names. He's adding them to his database. He's then putting together, we've got a four touch point system from postcards to phone calls to samples that are being mailed out. So it's chunking at 30 minutes a day and it's doing one campaign at a time and mm -hmm. then also measuring your results so you know what's working and you can then duplicate it the next month. Or if it's not working, what needs to be tweaked so it will work? Or does it need to just be chucked out the window and go on to another tactic? So my biggest recommendation is set an appointment for 30 minutes a day, and that's your time to focus on your marketing. Without marketing and sales, you don't have any more customers. I love that because I've got shiny object syndrome and I'm always like, oh, <laughs> let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do this. And one of the hardest things for me is to focus my efforts and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to go about doing it. So in fact, I'm working on a big project right now that you saying that has triggered me to say, okay, I just need to lay out the action points and do them. Stop just jumping around. And that's brilliant. Thank you, CS. Pam, give us a few tips. Give us a few things that you like to do to make sure that we're focusing our, our marketing in an efficient way, whether it's 30 minutes a day or less, or, or just making sure that we're being efficient and how we're, we're going about doing it. Well, since I focus mainly on the content, how do I create good content in 30 minutes or less a day? And one way is to just think about your audience and the questions you've had from them over and over and over again. So each one of those questions is a topic. 
to post a blog about, for example. Or think about your customer. Just sit and think or talk with them. What do you need to know about what I do? Like behavior training. What are some of the things that I need to remember? For example, once I've learned some skills to have my dog walk beside me perfectly every day, (laughs) which is a great skill, you know, you might have some interesting blog posts about how to keep your pet distracted so they don't get excited about the world around them and use little treats and all these tricks. That's really cool stuff that people want to know. So it's not hard to come up with the content if you just clear your head and sit and think about your interactions with your customers and what they've brought up as as topics or what they ask you about on a daily basis. Because God knows there's probably common threads on a daily basis where you end up answering the same questions over and over. Well, those are popular topics then. So that's one thing. And the other thing I wanted to pick up on CS's half an hour a day is the best thing to do in social media is put out something at least once a day if you can. But you don't have to be on there putting out new content every day. You can actually plan ahead and write it up in that half an hour on a Monday, for example, and then post it as the week goes on and just monitor and see if people are liking it and commenting. But it's not like social media is going to suddenly take over your life. It doesn't have to. It can be very efficient and methodical if you get you know disciplined about that half hour. Excellent. So like I said, you guys have given some amazing information today about how to get the right content, using that content to drive you up in the search engines, using that content to actually sell your service or sell your product, where to put that content, how to put that content, and how to be efficient in how you do that content. So in any case, like I said, I hope people have been paying attention because content is king, and the way that you communicate with that content is the difference between success and a lack of success. So why don't uh, CS, can you tell me how people can find your book and how people can get in touch with you? And then after that, Pam, could you let people know how to get in touch with you? Okay. They can find me over at wildlyprofitablemarketing.com or you can find me at thegreenupgirl.com. Our books are available on Amazon or you can buy them directly from our website, PAW, P-A-W, Zoo, L-A, PazulaPublishing.com. And if anyone is looking, I also wanted to make that offer for free. If they want copies of any of our worksheets and how we walk them through this 30-minute campaign, let's see who's listening. Feel free to zip me an email over at cs at Wildly Profitable Marketing, and I'll send it over at no cost. Excellent. And Pam? You can reach me at Pam at PetCopywriter.com. And you can find out more about what I do by just visiting PetCopywriter.com, which has a whole bunch of content on there and even a little video and and lots of tools to help small businesses. I'll second that. I've been on both your guys' websites and you guys have done a great job in just educating the consumer about things that they can do. You know, whether or not they hire you to help you with their businesses, there's just a ton of information. So you guys should head over to their sites. So for those listening, thank you so much for listening today. Please come back often to PetLifeRadio.com and check out all our shows by clicking on six-figure dog business talk to you soon let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com